Welcome to After Bedtime, where today we are talking everything Halloween. It is so fun. The kids are so damn cute. There are so many meltdowns. So today we are giving hot tips on how to make this holiday the best it can be. First, we're going to walk through how to prep yourself so that you have reasonable expectations and you can enjoy this holiday. Then, we're going to show you how to prep your toddler and even avoid some of the most common tantrum triggers that come with Halloween. You're not going to want to miss this. These are game-changing hacks to minimize tantrums on Halloween night. Then, we're going to tackle what a lot of parents worry about on Halloween, sugar, candy, how much should we give them, and how to know exactly what the best candy strategy is for your family. And lastly, we're going to cover exactly what to say, exactly what to do when your toddler feels scared, because at some point they probably might feel a little bit scared and that's okay. We're going to help you all the way through it. If you follow us on Instagram, you know that Moki, my pug, he is my number one baby. He's my firstborn. I love him so much. But if I'm being really, really honest, ever since having kids, he doesn't get the attention that he used to. I do my best, but there's a lot going on. But one thing that makes me feel really good is we recently switched his food to the farmer's dog. And I cannot tell you how happy this little pug is every morning and every night when he's about to eat. Even my husband commented yesterday, he's like, I've never seen Moki prance around so excited. He loves this food. And I've noticed a difference where he does look happier. He has more energy. He just looks like a healthier dog. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced, and it's made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. Honestly, when you pour it, you can tell how real and how clean this food is. In hindsight now, I can really see how like traditional dry and wet dog food options are extremely processed and they can use so much lower quality ingredients than they claim to, and they're extremely difficult to portion accurately. And if you're using dry food or like store-bought food, no guilt. I did it for a really long time, but I now notice such a difference since I've switched him which is why I'm here sharing the farmer's dog with you so you can incorporate it into your family. And one little detail that I love it makes life easier is the farmer's dog isn't just higher quality food, they also send you the right pre-portioned size specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it really easy to help your dog reach and stay at their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full healthy life. In fact, dogs at healthy weights can live as much as 16% longer than overweight ones, and that's two and a half years. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath and even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Yes, poops matter. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com feelings. Let the farmer's dog know that we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. Finally, here we are. It's after bedtime. The kids are asleep and it is time to get down. I'm Kristen. And I'm Dina. We're the duo behind the ever popular Instagram account, Big Little Feelings, which helps you navigate all things parenthood. But this is not a boring parenting podcast. There will be inappropriate jokes. We will be getting down and dirty. So put those babies to bed and let's have fun. Hey, Kristen. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Hi. 
we are here. Wow. We sound interesting on this episode. I sound terrible. Full disclosure, to kick this off, Dina and I were on the wonderful, amazing show, Watch What Happens Live, last night with Andy Cohen. Dream on come Bravo. true. Dream come true. And now today, I sound a little bit like Luanne de Lesseps. I sound like the Countess herself. Like I smoked 80 packs of cigarettes, even though I did not smoke any cigarettes. No. We just had like two to three cocktails at Watch What Happens Live. And we're coming in real rough today. We can't <laughs> hang. Like, we can't hang no. anymore. Um, Destroyed. It was worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would do it over exactly as it was. It was a dream. <laughs> I wouldn't it's change. True. I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't take back even one cocktail. You know what it was for me? What? So I think the turning point for me, because again, like we did not really overindulge. We're just weak no. old people yeah. now. The turning point for me, though, was when we got there and I really wanted to have the drink that Dorinda was having. Yeah. You know, like I know what I like. I know what my body likes. And I was like, I'm going to be a housewife today. I'm drinking whatever she's drinking. And I feel like that was the mistake. You literally did exactly that. Was, that I literally did that. I was like, whatever she's having, I don't care what it is. Like, do you want to know? And I'm like, I don't. I don't. I just. <laughs> Surprise me. <laughs> I just, I want the Dorinda. I want the Dorinda. Give it to me. Yeah. It um, not only surprised you, it destroyed you. <laughs> And I regret nothing. <laughs> um, so let's recap, because this was the best day of my entire life, aside from the births of all three of my children. This was literally, literally, like it goes, all three births, right? Mm-hmm. Right up here, equally, of yeah. course. Right underneath it was yesterday, being on Watch What Happens Live. You peaked. I mean, <laughs> Ramona. Yes. Fucking Ramona. Wow. Like, I was starstruck. Like, even you, who doesn't necessarily watch every single Bravo all the time. No, but they really got me through college, I will say that. True that. You understand what that trifecta means. Yeah. Like, you know. I felt it. Ramona, Luann, Dorinda, in one room together. Yeah. We won. Yeah. This was your Super Bowl. Girl, my whole life, I was training for this moment. And I want to thank everybody who made this possible. (laughs) like to take a moment like thank you to everyone who made it really it's just andy cohen right i mean i, mean, I was just gonna say okay. he's just he's just incredible <sighs> what a guy someday we're gonna go to montauk with him i know we only <laughs> we only mention this psychotically every other episode you are manifesting this so hard demand. <laughs> okay to be fair to be fair it worked okay like how many no, episodes ago was it that somebody submitted the question and we answered it which bravo liberty would you like to have a drink with my answer was dorinda your answer was andy that's right and look what two happened weeks later two weeks Whoa. later Whoa. drinks with dorinda Anything and is andy possible is what we're saying i'm going besties. to montauk Anderson Cooper's coming. All the kids are coming. And we're all going. We're going to be wrapped in cashmere because I assume that's what happens there in his home. Yeah. Surrounded by Hermes. And it just smells like autumn and cashmere in Montauk. You really got me with Anderson Cooper. Because low-key, that was my childhood crush. I know it was. Growing up. But like a little bit obsessive crush. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I still might have a little bit of it. Like, it's it's fine. Does my husband kind of look like him? Like, maybe. But you know who else Andy is really close with? Is John Mayer. Oh. They were really... Talk about the trifecta here. I mean, Anderson Cooper, John Mayer, and Andy Cohen. And as we keep talking, I feel like we're getting less and less likely to be invited because we're sounding... Yeah, now we sound... We're teetering, mm, you know? I mm. feel like we're just here for a good time and it's <laughs> not weird and we just belong there. But like, 
That's probably the delusion talking. <laughs> I think we're sounding crazy. Okay. <laughs> Great. Great. Uh, we are definitely not invited. Moving on. Okay, speaking of crazy, <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Oh, yeah is I think one of the top holidays for me. I don't know about you. Oh, I love Halloween. Peak like Halloween. I decorate at least a month ahead of time. Oh my God, I, I don't, that I makes me feel it. bad, but you really did. It was Dope like September 1st and you yeah. were like, look what I did. And it looked so Spiders, so good. spooky. Thank yes, you. it looked so good. This year is new for me because we got eight inflatables. Um, <laughs> I love those. I wish I was joking. Thank you. I feel like for a very long time as a mom, I resisted this, you know, and you think of holidays, you want like the Pinterest perfect home and Christmas time. It's like white lights and the red bows. And I feel like the pandemic happened and it was just like, we're going inflatables. Like we want joy. We have Jack Skellington just eight feet bigger, more, more, more more joy. (laughs) I have no regrets. Let's dive into it. Let's dive into Halloween because this can be really joyful. Yep. And most very joyful things when it comes to toddlerhood, interestingly, mm-hmm. come with some meltdowns and some tantrums and some hard moments at the same time. So let's unpack now. So Halloween, it is my favorite holiday. I live for this one. It is just like pure magic, but also it is not pure magic. And do you know why? Why? Because it can be overwhelming. It can be overstimulating. We walk in as parents and we're like, I'm sorry, costumes, candy, fun. Mm. What could you possibly be upset about here? However, when you're a kid, it is loud. We are doing different things. We are out of routine. There's people we're not usually with every day. We're wearing itchy costumes. It is dark outside. We've never done this before. Everybody is bigger than us. Spooky things? You know? Whoa. We have like 37 Halloweens under our belt and they have none or one. This is brand new. That's right. Brand new. That's right. And so it is a perfect recipe for kids getting overwhelmed, overstimulated, meltdowns, tantrums. It's bound to be flowing in the streets. I just remember literally stopping and looking around one Halloween when I think mine were like three and one at the time and just being like, oh, like you can feel like it's only your kids. And you're like, look, everyone else is having a good time. Why can't we have a good time? And I just remember this one Halloween looking around and be like, oh, the tantrums are flowing in the streets, like you said, where it's exactly. just like, you know what, this is just actually kind of part of it. And there's actually yeah. nothing wrong with it. Like, exactly. Just it. So one of the biggest things we're going to do is prep ourselves. Mm. We are prepping ourselves for the meltdowns, the tantrums. They're going to happen. We're ready for it. Yeah. As much as we will get into how to prep our toddlers and how to avoid some meltdowns, if humanly possible, because we totally can. And at the same time, truly, the most important thing we can do is set realistic expectations ourselves because I feel like we have so much pressure, especially as moms, but perhaps some dads out there feel it too. My husband does not, but I put a lot of pressure on myself to make this like perfect holiday and the perfect costumes and the perfect night. And it's all going to be so magical. And when it derails a little bit, it can feel like it's personal or like you did a bad job or something's wrong with you or something wrong with your kid. So really the best 
thing, if you do nothing else before Halloween, because you don't have to, by the way, if you do nothing else, it's taking a moment to set that expectation to prep yourself. Like, they are not giving me a hard time. They're having a hard time. This is part of it. With anything that's big and joyful, there's also going to be tantrums and meltdowns. It's just going to happen. It's just part of it. Exactly. So let's move into how to prep your toddler, actually, because prepping them can make such a huge impact in preventing meltdowns and tantrums. Love it. Let's talk about prep. We are going to help our kids understand what to expect. This whole Halloween thing, like you said, this is new, different, unfamiliar. Even if they've done it once or twice, we're still gonna prep because that is what a toddler and preschooler brain needs. Their brains are still developing. And when we help them understand what they can expect, they actually feel safer and their brains shift into a mode that's gonna help them melt down less and have fewer tantrums. We set them up for success by helping them understand what they can expect, what it's gonna look like, who's gonna be there, what they're gonna be doing, this whole concept of wearing a costume and trick-or-treating and asking for candy. Okay, but honestly, do not sleep on having them practice putting on the costume. I know it may seem like overkill. It also might be like, well, we really want to save it for the special moment. But that costume, think about it, it's going to be itchy. It might be kind of hot. And when we put it on for the very first time, I mean, speaking from experience, it can really go south. So practicing and getting them comfortable in it, maybe they're just in it for one minute, the next time they're in it for three minutes, this has a higher chance of making it for Halloween. Which brings me right into another hot tip, which is in advance, you might want to prep yourself for the possibility that your kid will refuse the costume on Halloween. I feel like I went into Halloweens and I did not know that this was a thing. And I just, in my mind, had this like picture perfect, you know, like we're all going to go trick-or-treating and we're going to be in our costumes. And I was low-key devastated, like devastated as a first-time mom to be like, you go from the baby phase and she's in her little pumpkin. Oh, it's so cute. And then we spent so much time, so much effort picking out the costumes. I was so excited. And then I was destroyed that she wouldn't wear it. So A, get it. prep, and that can help, but also B, you might have to pivot to something more comfortable. It might be an old costume that's from like a costume box, which is what mine did. She ended up being a pumpkin kitty. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but okay, we're going to do it. Or it might be something like cozy Halloween jammies. There's nothing wrong with that. How fun and festive. You might have to pivot. Exactly. And having comfy jammies can make all the difference for some kids. Besties, you know that after bedtime, this is a podcast where we navigate the wild world of parenting after our little ones have gone to sleep. But we can't forget our other little babies, our furry little troublemakers, our dogs. I have a little pug. His name is Moki and we call him Momo and he really is my number one baby. He was my first child. And at the same time, as much as we love our pets, we know they can get into um, some trouble sometimes. Let me tell you about a time that my sweet, sweet baby Moki got into a bit of trouble. My one-year-old was just learning how to do solids. He's practicing. I gave him a huge lamb bone. And the baby, being a baby accidentally dropped it on the floor and within seconds I kid you not I looked over before I could grab it Moki inhaled the lamb bone all 
six inches in a pug down his throat. It was horrifying. We rushed him to an emergency vet and thankfully, thankfully, it was a three-day journey. He is okay, but trust me, the vet bills, they were no joke. Speaking of which, we wanted to share a message from our partner Spot Pet Insurance because Spot Pet Insurance plans can offer up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills, which sounds like a game changer and something I wish I had on the Moki Lambone fiasco. Honestly, like it was bad on top of bad when I got the bill. But now imagine getting up to 90% cash back on that bill. And the Spot Pet Insurance Plan offers not only coverage for accidents and illness plans, but an optional preventative care benefit as well to help with costs for routine wellness, vaccines, and more. And if you catch yourself thinking like, mm, is it expensive? Let me tell you, it is probably less expensive than the unexpected $1,800 vet bill that I got served. Go to spotpetinsurance.com today and get a free quote instantly. It's very easy. Disclaimer, paid ad for Spot Pet Insurance. Waiting periods, annual deductible, coinsurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply for all terms. Visit spotpetinscom slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Another hot tip, practice trick-or-treating ahead of time. Have them go knock on the door. You open the door, you give them a few candies. And then hot tip, actually reverse it. Have them be the one who opens the door for you to get them familiar with this whole trick-or-treating thing. Oh, yeah. And speaking of trick-or-treating, trick-or-treating comes with a lot of candy. It is what it is. And this might be the first time that you're going into this experience, this foray of suddenly your child has 275 pieces of candy. We're like, oh my God, what is happening? How many pieces of candy? Hot tip, before going into Halloween, come up with what you and your family is comfortable with, with this whole candy sugar scenario. It can yes. make it a lot harder in the moment when you and your partner, if you have one, you're not on the same page and they're like, yeah, go crazy, have fun. And you're like, no, just have one. It also makes it really confusing for the toddler, by the way, right? Yeah. So if we can go in knowing a, a little bit of a plan, what's our plan? Are we doing a free for all? Are we doing, okay, we're going to have one. Okay, we're going to have five. We can also then prep our toddler like, okay, you get to pick five pieces of candy if that's what you're choosing to do. Exactly. It is such a personal choice. There are lots of strategies out there around this. Yeah. And every family is different. There's no one way to approach sugar and candy. Feeding Littles is a wonderful resource that I personally follow their advice for around Halloween and candy. They do content every single year around it, where the approach is you don't really want to create this scarcity mindset around sugar and around candy. And sometimes when we limit too much and we're like, just one piece, but all the other kids around them are having unlimited pieces, it's suddenly putting this sugar and candy on a pedestal. So I personally, as a mom, I follow the Feeding Littles route. I like it. You know, my kids are not like candy obsessed because they know they can kind of listen to their own bodies. And it really is no one right way to do it. Yeah. 
Okay, another big thing a ton of us are going to deal with is the whole your toddler being scared mm. out there thing. I mean, the decorations, by the way. Girl, can we talk year? about the decorations? <laughs> Some like, of the things I've seen, I'm like, I'm scared. Girl, I'm just trying to go for a walk in the neighborhood. I am not trying to go to Freddy Krueger's house. Like, can we walk in our neighborhood? <laughs> Truly. And so our kids are going to be scared at yeah, times. I'm scared. <laughs> and the one thing that's going to come naturally for a mm. lot of us is to be like, don't be scared. Look, look, Timmy's having fun. He's up there trick-or-treating. He's enjoying it. This is fun. Yeah. But the thing is, the more we push, Mm. the more they panic. So Mm. that route actually can backfire. And one way we can approach the fear is just to normalize it and okay their feelings and be like, yeah, you know what? It's okay to feel scared. And I'm right here with you. We want to be their safe person. Right. And as parents, I think it's so tempting to want to take away bad feelings, mm-hmm. right? It comes from such a good place because we're like, I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be scared. I want you to have fun. And these are learning moments for our kids. They're going to feel scared later on in life. I feel scared every time we walk into a meeting. It's and okay to we, feel scared, It's Kristen. okay to, thank you. <laughs> what we want is not for them to sort of shove that feeling down or away because by the way, it's not going to work. They're still going to feel scared in their mm-hmm. body, no matter what you say. Yep. And we want them to identify that feeling of being scared or being nervous and then actually having healthy coping skills. Part one is saying, like, Mama, I'm scared, you know? And so we really don't want to reply with, like, oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. We actually want to really encourage that, like, you're feeling scared. It's okay to feel scared. Maybe you've talked about deep breaths. Maybe you are covering their eyes. Maybe, you know, thank you for telling me what would feel good in this moment. We don't want to be so afraid of the whole scared thing. You're teaching them how to monitor and manage their emotions like in life. That's amazing. It's amazing. Okay, another hot tip. We're going to be ready to pivot because like we've said you have this vision and wow real life can hit and it goes totally off track yes like you never know it actually always surprises me almost in a good way now to be honest with you (laughs) where like sometimes it's like we are out for three hours trick-or-treating this is a surprise oh my god okay cool like i'm gonna pivot and just stay out like i'm just gonna have fun and joy and other years where it's like i was expecting it you know we're a little older we're gonna be out all night and suddenly we're 10 minutes in it's time to go home you have to call it you never really know and that was me on my first halloween well it was his first what i considered real halloween where yeah. i was like you get it you're into it he's in the cute lion costume oh, he was so cute by the way can we just pause it he was so oh cute. my god he was cute oh god i remember I that photo okay god but literally <laughs> within 10 minutes no joke we didn't even make it one full block (laughs) before it was just like endless tears overwhelm overtired overstimulated and you know what we did Hmm. we went home and we changed into little skeleton jammies and we ate pizza on the floor and it was the best damn time eating pizza cold pizza on the floor together watch a halloween movie i think we one year we did like a halloween daniel tiger or something like that and go play a game and also it's okay to be disappointed like okay your feelings of like i'm a little disappointed i was really looking forward to this but you know sometimes we're the ones who actually need to be flexible as the adults exactly and all kids are different yeah and you might have what we like to call a big feeler some people all these kids highly sensitive kids there's like a hundred different names for the kids who melt down a bit more they have a harder time in new situations 
they're just big feelers. And those kids especially, I have one, Dina has one, Mm -hmm. a lot of us have one in our family, those kids have a much harder time with overstimulating, really exciting environments like Halloween. And for those kids, there is nothing wrong with any of it. We want to honor their needs and be ready to be flexible and pivot and make the night fun in our own ways. You know what really does help also, by the way, and this might not help with all of them, but with the overstimulation, honestly, sometimes this sounds crazy, but little teeny sunglasses and also headphones. Headphones. I was headphones just going to say that. Because it is loud and yep. with these big feeling kids, all sorts of like sensory experiences are really heightened yep. and it doesn't work every time, but it really can help in these overstimulating situations to have headphones and even sunglasses. Yeah, exactly, because they are taking in so much at all moments. All right, big little besties, you have all the hot tips to make this a great holiday. Even if everything goes off track, you are still ready to have a great holiday. You are ready. (laughs) I'm excited for you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready for Halloween. Come over to my house. Let's hang out. Oh, my God. Let's go trick-or-treating together. (laughs) Let's do it. I can't wait. Okay, we're big believers that small, easy changes can have big results. And that goes for your skincare routine too. These days, it's so confusing to know what product works for this and that and which work together in what order. So I'm just gonna make it easy for you. The work system from Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, it's high-end skincare that's affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. And when I say clean, by the way, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient so you can use their products daily with confidence. I do not have time to remember a 10-step routine. The work system is everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, with spring and summer around the corner, I love anything with sunscreen. Their Tinted Glow Wonder Screen with SPF 30 just came out in new shades, and it's amazing. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. Love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. DimeBeautyCO.com. It's about time you've checked out Dime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Alrighty, let's roll into some questions from you big little besties thank you for submitting some questions okay bethany wants to know what is the most outrageous hill you will die on 
I don't know that I can answer this question because I feel like you know this. Like, I don't care about much. Um, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and not, not in, like, a bad way. Like, I feel like I came up with that book that's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an <laughs> F-U-C-K. Yeah. I feel like when that book was released, I was so mad because it was like, I've been doing this for 15 <laughs> years where, like, I only have tiny amounts of energy. Just so little energy and so I give all of that energy to the things that really matter to me like our career my kids and and that's a it. little what bit of my partner got? right that's that's <laughs> really it and I don't like you know me like somebody will say something to you or me or whatever or the mommy or judging or you know this way or that way or formula and I, anyone could say anything to me and my response will be what I get that yeah I get true. that yeah that yeah. makes sense that's cool yeah. I feel like I don't have a, a hill that I die on you're like, whatever works for you works yeah, for me. That makes sense. Yeah. If you like that, that's cool. Like somebody who's in the most outrageous thing in the world. And I'll be like, yeah, that, you know, I mean, I love that for you. That's cool. Do you have a hill? <laughs> you know this about me. Mm-hmm. I, straight up, I'm petty. I'm petty. I have so <laughs> many tiny hills every day that I will die on. For example, if I go into a restaurant and the table just doesn't have the right vibe. I can't even describe the guidelines to you, but it's just not the vibe. And if there's room in the restaurant, like I will go ask to be moved to like the table by the window with the sunlight shining in just right, you know? You will. And I, I will. literally, somebody could put me like in the kitchen next to the trash. I would never say a word. I know you. You would say never thank say you. A word. You oh would say how much you love it. I would tip 50%. <laughs> I would apologize for my existence being in the trash. Like, this is how petty I am. Yeah. If I go to a cafe and I really just love having coffee in a ceramic mug, not the paper cup. If they serve it in a paper cup, I will ask them to please remake it in a ceramic mug. That is a hill you will die on. That is a hill I will die on. Okay, but here's another one. that A hill I'm willing to die on is that the proper cream cheese to bagel ratio is actually one to one too little cream cheese and what are we doing like are we eating cardboard we're here for the cream cheese and we You're all know like it a big sender backer is what yeah. we're saying <laughs> we're big sender backer and like may i not speak to the manager but like almost yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. I'm Karen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Also, I feel like we did not answer the question at all. And we no. were supposed to answer like, Beyonce's better than Taylor Swift. I said what I said, but like, we're not going to do like, they're both amazing. Like, I don't have a hill I'm going to die on. Like, they're both queen. Like, they're both phenomenal queens. I want to die I don't with have. Them. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Sorry. Uh, we didn't answer that at all. Next. Uh, Next question comes from Anna. Is there anything to start in that less than one-year-old stage to prep for a, quote, smooth life in the future? I love that question. Me too. Uh, All right, let me just kick us off. So when your kid is under one, it feels like they're baby blobs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels like they're just there. We feed them. We change the diapers. We put them to sleep. They don't understand anything. But they understand so much more than you would ever think. And the way the brain develops, they can actually comprehend before they can start speaking back to you. So they're taking stuff in. They're taking a lot in, actually. So there's a lot we could do in the baby stage to set them up for success going into toddlerhood. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you did not do any of this, mm-hmm. you're fine. It's yeah, fine. We do not be like, but hey, if you're entering the baby stage and you want to start trying some of these tips, let's do it. Narrating, 
amazing way yes. to not only build language skills, but also interpersonal relational skills, help them make sense of the world around them. So this does not need to be crazy. We do not want you to like spend all this time sitting with them and looking one-on-one and having a lot of pressure like, I need to narrate. What this means is you're changing their diaper instead of doing what I do a lot of the times, which is just like (laughs) staying in my head and repeating my to-do list. We can look at our baby and engage with them and talk all the way through what we're doing. Now I'm getting the diaper. I'm going to place it underneath you. I'm putting your straps on. Just narrate all the way through. This also helps them to understand where they are in the world and build this sort of like back and forth respectful relationship when you're like, I'm going to pick you up now. I'm placing you down. I'm changing your diaper. They understand more than you know. Another great thing you can start doing early is just talking about feelings and okaying their feelings when they're crying and we help them name it. You're feeling sad right now and it's okay to cry. And again, it feels like they're not going to understand this, but it is so great to start shaping their inner voice and helping them under their own feelings like right from the get-go. You're also practicing because I feel like from baby stage into toddler stage, it's actually not like a distinct moment where you're like, boom, okay, now you're a toddler. So I'm going to respond to you crying differently it's like I feel like in the baby stage it's so tempting especially to distract your baby from crying like no 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 no. here look at this you can totally do that you're not going to do any harm by doing that but you also could consider that you don't necessarily need to distract your baby from crying of course if they're hungry you need to feed them if they're crying for something of course but we also could just start the rhetoric of it's okay to cry. You're feeling sad. I'm making your bottle. I know you're so hungry and we're about to eat. It's okay to cry. Just starting kind of that dialogue and that language. And by the way, what a bonus if you do have toddlers in the house with your baby, they can hear you talking to your baby using the language of like, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to cry. No problem, baby. You know, so your toddler picks that up too. You're giving feeling skills to everyone. Yeah. That's nice. It's nice. Okay, last question is from Robert. and it's Robert. <laughs> hey, Robert. Hey, Bill. Thanks for listening. Hey. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing that you did during the pandemic quarantine? Oh, boy. I huh. know mine. You do? Oh, so fast. <laughs> Go for it. Mm, the weirdest thing I did during that quarantine <laughs> was have my first baby ever and go through a <laughs> postpartum period completely alone. That's probably the weirdest thing I ever did. Wow. <laughs> Some dark days. No one can really top that. Yeah. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I stopped wearing pants indefinitely. Yeah, you did. Like, for, like I'll never go back to You can't even pants. get back into No, them. we're not going no, back into They pants. hurt. Pants yeah. hurt. Yeah, no, it's sweatpants and leggings forever. You I'm know, leggings you. are pants. Yeah, uh, they sure are. Yours wins, though. You know, that is <laughs> that is wild That's and weird. That's a story for and, another day, my yeah. friends. <laughs> and brave. It was very brave of you. Uh, Dina, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> having a hard time i have my new york city bagel just sitting off to the side it's staring at, at you me. i feel like it's gonna help with whatever this is i'm feeling right now which is not great it'll be a band-aid for you it's gonna help for like an hour <laughs> like 30 seconds and uh just feel like we need to wrap it up so i can eat this bagel thank you for being here with Big us little besties. thanks for hanging out oh my god <laughs> 
I can't wait to do this again next week. I vow to be in much better shape next Me week. Me too. <laughs> okay, but for this was the still record, fun. This was, I mean, there's nothing else I would have rather have done aside from eat this bagel. But like, I'm going to do it now. And then go get in a bed. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, little besties. See you next week. We talked a lot about tantrums on today's episode, and I wish we had all the time in the world to cover everything tantrum, everything discipline. We do not. Our course, Winning the Toddler Stage, is here to help. It is the one course that you need for ages one through six. Everything comes in this one course. Sleeping, picky eating, new baby, separation anxiety, you name it. If you are struggling with it, it is in this one course. It's not a workshop. It's not a recurring fee. You get it one time and you have access for ever. We were never meant to do this parenting thing alone. Consider us your village, your lifeline, and consider this course your manual for everything you come across in the ages of one through six. You can find Winning the Toddler Stage on biglittlefeelings.com slash course. And of course, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We are super fun. I mean, you're going to love following us, but we also give really helpful free tips and advice on Big Little Feelings. We'll see you there, big little besties. Thank you so much for being here with us. This has been an Odyssey production, executive produced by Lauren LaGrasso, produced by Daniela Silva, edited by Bob Tabador, and theme music composed by Liz Full. Then studio lighting designed by Shane Sackett and designed by Jackie Shearman. Special thanks to Odyssey Executive Vice President and Head of Podcasts, Jenna Weiss-Berman. And thank you for being here with us. We can't wait till next week.